0: Welcome back to Pine Size Pod. Me and I are back together, which is we are back together. Loose. It is exciting. Um, we've got big reveals today. Two big reveals.
1: <laughs> Two big reveals. I'm excited yeah. for I'm excited for one of them. I know what I know well, I know what both of them are to be fair, but I, I do know I do know what both of them are to be fair. Sam I mean, Sam I'm, only knows one of them. Ogni knows both. I know both. Sam I'm very much one.
2: looking forward to hearing the one I don't know about. <laughs>
1: it's, it's, not, it's, it's very much not exciting. <laughs> I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to revealing the other one to the to the general listenership, but you know, the other one is uh is is fair enough. For it. What are you saying? No, you're, you're, well, like we said, you're on the, uh, the intro, you're on the, yeah. the intro, today, so crack on.
0: I guess the first thing to mention this is long waited to get to get the big
2: man Sam and on the pod. Welcome Sam. How are you? Has,
1: has been in the pipes a while.
2: Thank you very much, guys. A lovely introduction, i thank you. And um, really good. Really good. Weather's fine here. Living the dream, um, yeah, it's, it's all going good. Thank you very much. Nice,
0: mate. Nice. Good. To, it's good to see you. And I guess we'll do we'll do we'll do the normal things first. Um,
2: have you got a pint in hand? i Yeah, I do, mate. Yes. Nice. What have you got? That's
1: consequential. Um,
2: this is <laughs> what I'm drinking tonight is um, Camden Hell's Lager. Oh. Uh, am I allowed to mention brands on this podcast?
1: For sure. Yeah. We don't have, We don't have that many. Don't have that many. <laughs>
2: So yeah, it's uh, it's Camden Hell's lager. Um, it's by the boys in London. Uh, it's a, it's a lovely crisp. It's a lovely crisp lager. Really enjoying it.
1: Is it a nice one? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, big fan.
1: Because you mentioned oh, before yeah. that you didn't you didn't you didn't have that many beers. So that is, is that a go to beer for you? Um, I, I have
2: had. Well, I, it's not that I don't have many beers. It's that I haven't had oh, yeah. many beers during lockdown. During lockdown, yeah, that's, um, the, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just haven't been haven't been on the drinks so. I think this one, this one, to be fair, it's only mm. half. Time. I don't know. This could be, this could be a problem. That
1: could um, be a problem. I might have to pause yeah, it and for you to yeah, go and refill. Just
2: pause it, it, it and then we'll just record it maybe another day and just like blend them together or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. What's the,
1: what's
0: the rating out of ten
2: there, Sam? Um To be with this one, we're probably looking at about an eight out of ten. that's that's
1: that's high. Yeah, like, do we, I yeah. don't know if you've seen the. I don't know if you've seen, listened to the podcast before, but. We tend oh. not to not tend not to give too high, but for, like, eight out of ten is eight out of ten is a is well, a fair is a fair. It's just
2: my go-to out of the out of the bottle, to be fair, uh, Alex, which is why you know it's gone out. Of, it's gone with the eighty percent there. But we've got to be very special to be pushing ninety,
1: hundred. It's like you know, yeah, it's like no, a no, tough yeah, university
2: really... professor only giving eighty percent
1: for you know something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. I mean, if you, if you're gonna if you're gonna have a go-to that you're always. That you always sort of reach for in the fridge i expect 80 percent is 80 is what you're looking for you're not gonna you're not gonna troll the the troll the depths of 50 40s are you the, the, for something like no you no drink. no
2: absolutely yeah just, yeah just keep it standard
1: absolutely any, what have you got anyone...
2: there? Are, you, are you on the strombo alex there is that what's the Strombolad.
1: um ah uh, this is this is going to be a rogue shout from me this, oh, that's a, there's, a, a, there's a guinness there and um i've already had a guinness on the pod lad and we already agreed that that, that wasn't me and huggers agreed at the start of this whole thing that having two of the same beverage on the on 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 two of the same pods two on the two of the pods is is not allowed so i've actually got a, a desperado's as well that was an oh, old Canada. erasmus Brilliant. third year third year university drink for me um i haven't actually had a go yet guinness uh as i said i think i think i've given it what have i given it before guys i think 7.57 or something like Simple.
0: that yeah gets like I
1: said, I'm essentially giving the same commentary. Problem. It gets very bitter very quickly for me. I love a Guinness. Don't get me wrong; it's one of my favourite drinks to go in in a in a.
2: Surely in doesn't travel well over being over in Spain. Surely it's not travelling well across there. That's going
1: to be <laughs> you know, by tra- the time you're <laughs> over
2: there.
1: Yeah, lad, it's it's one of them things. I mean, um, I'd, I'd point you towards the Blind Boy podcast to um, yeah. to go and have Do you watch that, lad?
2: No, no, I, I no. don't. I'll, I'll it's
1: straight, absolute... off, straight off. Yeah, it's it. great. It's a great one. Um, yeah, he talks about it on there. Essentially, yeah, it's a, that's it's it's all mind over matter within with that really. Uh, it's out of a can. Obviously, that is one point off automatically. It's not in a pub. That's two points off automatically, and it's not that cold. So that's half a point. So there you go, seven and a half. It's it would be if, in a bouncing Irish pub. Um, cold. I like. I do like a cold. Some people do like it quite mild, tepid, don't they? But. I'm a cold, I'm a cold drinker. Um, in a pub, bouncing Irish pub, cold, with a good band on, good music, live music, after I have some live music. It'd be 10 out of 10. But like I said, for all them, for all them aforementioned reasons, it's getting a seven and a half. Uh, desperados, let's have a little taste of this one. Isn't that, it's, nice, it's it's thing as though. I I I despise tequila. I I despise it, but that's all right. The, the mix of that again, it's not that cold. It hasn't been in the fridge for too long, um, because none of my beers stay in the fridge for that long. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, is uh, it's 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 fine. It's it's again, it's drinkable. It's quite sweet. Um, it's it's obviously not a lager. It's a mix. So now I'll give that. I can't give it as much as a Guinness. I give it a seven. Man. Very drinkable. Seven. Probably won't probably yeah probably wouldn't have too many because it's quite it is quite sweet. I'm I'm a very changeable drinker so I'll go from like bitter to a sweet on a night out so like I will go like I'll start off on like a Guinness then maybe move to a lager then maybe move to a cider maybe move to a short, you know go to go from bitter, go from bitter to sweet because otherwise I think things get very sameish and you just stop down and stuff for the crack whereas I still just especially in getting a bit getting a little bit older and you know, I'm 20 20 you're 26 this year I'm 25 this year um you start you've got to start going really cracking for, on now yeah properly lad properly yes. lad. you've got to start going for a little bit of taste i guess um as opposed to just knocking back any old shite that you find in the in just lurking around the beer taps in whatever pub you frequent so yeah there is That's some right. the, there is, yeah, there is, you is you some. Opted,
2: you've opted for the cheaper of the two types as well you've gone out of the can there that's mm. uh mm. that's
1: an interesting decision yeah yeah on yeah i mentioned before out of the bottle is 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 the preferred is the preferred measure um but it all just depends on what you're drinking i'll drink a lager out the bottle all day i'm, I'm not the fan of a of a canned uh of a canned lager but out of these two i'm not sure I, 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 well guinness guinness do do actually a, a bottled version over here but also hop house it's too hoppy for me as well. So yeah, both the kind you're right, cheaper versions, and uh, fully recyclable. I'm sure you'll, uh, I'm sure you'll appreciate that stuff as well.
2: Yeah, aluminium. Yeah, infinitely recyclable stuff. Very good.
1: You're Right, mate.
0: What, so you a there I've, I've gone for a, a Vino a Governor. Uh, first time tasting it, I'm gonna go for six and a half. I feel six like it's a been a high, it's been a high scoring, a high scoring couple of um, rounds there. So I'm gonna go six and a half. Keep it back. But really excited, mate, and Sam, I'm, I'm more excited to dive into a bit about you, but I do need to tell the pod a few things um, to our listeners, because we've had some big news, some big, big news this week. I'll tell you my version of the news, and then I'm sure Al can give his version, but I mean, as you know, obviously Al's a, a very, very loyal man to Pine sized pod, and he's taken to the next level Very week. loyal. He's... His favourite beer that no one knows in Amstel. <laughs> in Valencia, is, in Amstel's not got a bat, true. a bat of its um on its can. And in, in true pine size pod
2: style, he's got a tattooed on his wrist.
1: I've wow. got I've got a bat tattooed on my wrist there. Um
2: I am gutted to see
1: the listeners can't can't see that because yeah. Maybe we crazy. should maybe we have to we have to come up with some um some sort of YouTube highlight reel. So that people can, um, so but so some people can you know see see that sort of work of work of art there. And that was a t- it, it's it's poor to show because you can't really see it from upside down. Um, it's very shaded, it's shaded in there, you know. It's a it's a it's a, it's a to be fair, it's probably professional one of,
2: it's a professional job. Oh, it's a
1: professional, job. yeah. Oh,
0: so go that, you don't go
1: half-hearted on no, no. that, you don't go half-hearted. And they talk, can talk about you
0: know your love for Batman.
1: It's not Batman, lad, it's bats, it's not Batman at all. You're, you're giving facts. away you're giving away some false information. Yeah, yeah, lad. There's I, I would be
2: the entire bloke, I would believe, tattooed when you're on your arm there. Yeah, you, you the exactly, flag.
1: exactly. Yeah, Sam, yeah. Sam, Sam is yeah. not wrong there. Um yeah. the love for bats is signified by the bat. If I was love for Batman, uh, you'd get you'd get you'd get you would get the the, the full blown, the floor, the full blown fella on me on me forearm, but he's not. Um no, yeah. Love bats, love penguins, essentially. So I always said that I get a bat. A penguin tattooed somewhere just happened last couple of weeks. What, yesterday, wasn't it? Last couple of weeks. Gonna I'm gonna go just above it, lad. Just gonna be yeah, a zoo, bad. zoo animal of arms. Yeah. And then when someone asks uh, why have you got a bat and a penguin tattooed there, uh, I go because I like bats and penguins. That's the reason. Yeah. I
0: mean that that was my exciting reveal. Why well, it was even my reveal? I just revealed that it.
1: was re- that was the second reveal that I knew. That was the least. That was the sort of less exciting. uh Reveal that's great English by the English oh, teacher. That's that's not <laughs> gonna be taught today. No, oh, yeah, way. I think it is,
2: mate. And I think um, gone in too give... early, Ugny, with too much too much good content too early. The that's listeners spotting, are gonna let off after that because they've been given as much as they're gonna get.
0: Look, I know, I know you're all excited listening to this, but I'm telling you, more good stuff's about to come. Um, Sam, why don't you give obviously I can give you the intro, but I think it's better coming from you. A bit about yourself, mate. Um, we're excited to dive into you and your your
2: business so let's uh why don't you give us a little um you
1: know very exciting insert word plug myself no not, not a plug plugs will come later just it's a bit of a description. <laughs> just the intro yeah so
2: guys thanks for having me on my name's my name's sam feeks and obviously went to school with you guys so yeah really nice to be able to chat to you um went to school at barna castle same, same as the guys i'm being sort of interviewed by here um when I left, went to Newcastle University studying mechanical engineering. Really enjoyed doing that. I've loved engineering pretty much since day dot. Um, and then since leaving Newcastle, I went across to uh, another engineering company that managed to do with robotic design. So designing designing robots and things like that for sort of warehouse factories. And, and now I'm a manufacturer engineer, focusing mainly on, on sheet metal design and complex fabrication, as well as running my own, running my own sort of uh, brand on the side where I'm able to sort of go a, go a bit beyond on, on what I'm doing with my job as well as learning some new things and bringing out some products that hopefully, hopefully um, change the world a little bit. Nice, mate. That, that's a great yeah.
1: answer. Love that Thanks. answer. Thanks.
2: i would just say, everyone on this pod,
0: me, Al, and, and Clara are consumers of, not consumers, we are consumers of your business, right? We've all got, oh, you're excited there. Uh, I was actually going to drink my wine out of straw, but I thought
2: that'd be very fucking strange. So I sort of to. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't. Thought, when you drink pints out of them, that's just not right. The thought was there. Um,
1: yeah, we are both. We are both the the proud proprietors of of said straw, and I can confirm works exactly like you would expect a straw.
2: Yeah, that's what you work. want, really, isn't it? I mean, last thing you want is that turning up, and it. I don't know. Not not putting drink in your mouth.
1: Or even yeah, the reverse. It could be you yeah, start sucking, stuff blowing up. Yeah. Tell you what, yeah. runs in there like yeah, lad. You should. <laughs> Back in <the> market, mate. <laughs> but yeah, start getting that. Start, start, start wheeling that stuff up.
0: So mate, good <laughs> to uh, yeah. obviously. I know, you obviously, you've got the engineering background, that kind of ties into into what you do. But what, where did, where did the passion? I mean, I don't, I don't know if in your mouth, but where did the idea and the reasoning for founding YSIP, um what was behind that story?
2: It's an interesting one I mean because a lot of the a lot of the sustainable brands have always got like that one moment where they created they decided to create something and make and make the make the different. But mine was kind of a gradual change. I've always been proper interested in nature and um, sort of since moving. Well, I actually started whilst still in uni, but since moving to Tynemouth, I've been really interested in getting out in nature and 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 there's some really incredible people around here that have got a lot of sustainable businesses as well. So. It wasn't until I learned about sort of the harms that plastic does to the oceans and things like that, and I thought, well, I've got to make a, I've got to make a bit of a difference here. I've got to try and make a change. So I started trying to change things in my own life, and then just brought out a very simple product, reusable straws, very simple, very easy to do, but they do make a big difference. Um, just reducing the plastic straws. Obviously, in the UK have banned plastic straws since starting. Um, but I was able to kind of kickstart a journey of designing reusable products to help lead more sustainable lives for for people and and help people live more sustainable um, yeah sustainable lifestyles and and with more sustainable habits
1: yeah so
2: so yeah I started it about about two years ago now and just yeah just added a new product to the the line and so it's not just on the reusable straw side anymore but really enjoying how it's going and yeah it's really great to be able to speak to you guys and, and and other people as well about about just trying to build a business
1: Sure, man. It's 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 unbelievable to be able to speak to you as well. I mean, like I say, there's been a pipeline for a while, and we've been in contact for a bit. And it's always a pleasure to it's always a pleasure to speak to you, man. It always brings a smile smiley face, you know. There's been plenty of time when there's been a fair few beverages consumed with the with the almighty straw of yours, and uh, and and it's, and it's been mentioned, it's been mentioned over some sort of uh, chat device. But yeah, um, and we will get you the you mentioned the the other product um that, you, that you're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a bit uh, yeah let's not
2: dive straight
1: in not diving straight in at all like that people have to listen to more of the podcast to to be able to afford that luxury uh you know but okay so you mentioned that you get you mentioned starting the business and stuff like that what was your so you you're saying about like affordable um people being able to sort of make a difference themselves you making a difference yourself as a business but people sort of buying these straws and being able to make a difference themselves what was the goal for you when you started that business what was the ultimate goal? was it was it business orientated? was it lifestyle orientated? What was the what was the ultimate thing you set out to do when you started YSIP? what was what was that?
2: To be honest I didn't when I started out I didn't have like an ultimate goal. I was just keen to understand how to you know I was keen to understand, I, was keen, I was keen to put my engineering like knowledge if you like towards make, making the world a better place. And I saw a big problem, and I thought, well, if I can help solve that problem, then that's going in the right direction. Um, but there wasn't actually—it wasn't until recently. There's more of like a long-term why, and it kind of develops as you go through. Uh, the long-term, the long-term why is to help is is to is to provide reusable products to help people lead more sustainable lives and drive more sustainable habits. That's that's how it's changed recently. Um, but to answer your question, there wasn't actually sort of a, a pin a pin moment of going like, this is why I'm starting a business. It was just it was just trying to learn about how business works and and trying to put my engineering knowledge to to solve a problem, really, Alex.
1: Yeah, fair enough. So it was also a bit a a bit of um, I'm not sure what the word to use is here, a bit of a bit of sort of um, you trying to think, "Mm," sort of wondering about a gun. Maybe, maybe I can maybe I can do this in terms of your your manufacturing side your because you do you come from a bit of a business background or not there did you did you have any of any sort of any sort of nouse of the business side of it or not
2: no no I didn't I didn't do any sort of the business side at uni or anything so in terms of the business aspect I didn't I didn't know anything when I left university and and it's it's funny because like when you when you go through school and things I know there's 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 a lot of stuff you can learn you can go and do business courses and things at school and at uni but I think it's not until you actually sort of properly dive and start doing it that you start learning like actually like this is yeah. what it's like um so, so yeah, yeah starting from starting from day dot sort of um trying to trying to find people to help support trying to support other people trying to gain a bit of a following trying to um yeah and then trying to build more products on top and then re-offer mm. that back and, and share other people's content as well. It's, well it's a long it's a bit of a journey you know
1: yeah for sure it sounds like an absolute journey like so from your from your expert, was it a bit of a maybe a bit of a uh, bit of business curiosity maybe
2: yeah uh, yeah yeah if you like yeah yeah um it was it was more of a byproduct of tr- you have to kind of you have to kind of go down the business route to be able to grow something you, you want to do long term so obviously i wanted to design these products to help reduce plastic so therefore the business was a, a byproduct of something that i have to learn to make it s- sustainable for myself um but that was never really the, the going. It was never really oh I need to make a business and make a lot of money. It was more like I'm gonna to to build these products and sell and and sell and offer these products to help you yeah. know help reduce plastic. And then the business was like the the other side of it that you need to make work.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's probably the, that's probably where it was. I
1: was, I ask, was.
2: I was gonna ask Sam, um
0: obviously yeah, the 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 problem you're trying to solve is, is a big one, right? And what was the receptiveness from people or when you know when you started out in you know, you've got this why, which is a great why, may I add, um, but what was the general um, audience challenge that you had? You know, how did you sort of go about, A, you know, educating people around sustainability and B, you know, how receptive people about that in general?
2: Yeah. Now, to be fair with me, when I first started, I knew that obviously you have to educate it because when I started, it was it was I think it was twenty eighteen when I started. There was there was less not knowledge about actually the harm that plastic does. Now twenty twenty one, there's a lot more going on. Like you may have seen that, like Sea Spiracy mentioned about plastic, obviously more about fish. Um, but there's there's loads of stuff that you know it's in the mainstream media now explaining explaining like, um, like the harms that plastic does. And um, so the first thing I did was I jumped on started creating a website um and i was like right people are just going to land on this website and, and learn all about this and literally yeah. got like i think i got like one uh viewer in like a week which I, which i think was my dad <laughs> so so i was like right no one's landing on this but i was like dad did you got my website and he was like yeah yeah i was like uh, and um so so i was like right i've got to try and get it another way so that was when i started learning about marketing learning about instagram facebook pinterest tiktok all those things just to try and get people on to learn about this problem so the but, the but the general the general feedback from people has been really strong and i've been like people like yourself i mean, you know you know, been supporting me on my journey and things the, the, the feedback i've had from people has been really like overwhelming and people really want they almost want you to succeed which is which is proper nice um and and yeah i've been proper thankful of the journey so far
1: yeah it's been Bye. it's been a it's been a great journey to follow like that sorry for i it on your day okay, i will just just wanted to jump in, sort of the fact that you the the social media sort of side of it that you mentioned the the people so, can sort of jump on sort of the bandwagon get behind. Um, the thing that I've sort of seen a lot of, specifically with your account, I mean, I don't follow uh, hands up, don't follow too many other sustainable sort of product accounts. I don't I don't know many other of them. Um, but like the sort of stuff that you can do that you put on, where it's like you know when you do like the sort of flash stuff, where it's like three things to help you. Uh, three things that can help uh, provide a more sustainable future for them, whatever you know, and you do like little these little free th- free thing segments that like last maybe like fifteen seconds, ten seconds, and you hammer them in. It's like that in our society and, and in our sort of social media sort of gripped society really is impactful because people will be be asked. People maybe aren't asked to watch a thirty minute documentary about about why plastic is. Is harming their planet, not, not even our planet, like their planet, the, the people who are talking about it, like everyone's planet. Um, but if you sort of smash three, three things out on Instagram or TikTok, you know, people are going to, people maybe watch that and go, oh, well, that's easier than I thought it was to help, you know. Did you sort of realize early on, I guess, early on, so you said you, you started it back in 2019, did you say something?
2: Yeah, tw- I think Instagram 2019, started the website 2018, yeah.
1: Yeah. So did you, did you, did you click early on that? It's going to no. be right. Right. I'll, I'll smash some social media side of it or not. No,
2: no, no, no. It took a, it, t- it took me like a year to get onto Instagram, which was like properly poor yeah. because like Instagram is like the main one for driving traffic. Um, But yeah, it's interesting what you say to be fair, Alex, because I think the attention span now for people is about three seconds when you, when you're looking at something. So you've got like three seconds to try and get people's awareness to try and bring about, to, to try and get your point across. So yeah, that's why the three, the three sort of um, three ways or three products or you know the, the three off product um, th- videos come in. It's just to try and get that awareness straight in, and people know because there's only three things. It's like, oh, this is going to be simple, and and I'll get what I need in very quick, and I can watch my next video. So it's been learning It's been a learning curve. And I'm still learning load, like and still learning about Instagram, Facebook, and how it works. Mainly Instagram. Yeah. It's been where, where I've sort of focused most of it.
0: How we found it, mate, like. I mean, people listening to this might want to have, you know, started a business or, you know, always thought. So I guess the, the, the idea of social media is is still very um, consumer-driven, right? And people are just, I guess, scared to post things that people don't like. How, how did you find taking that leap of faith to an extent? And what were your biggest challenges from um, trying to diversify from, you know, Sam Feakston to it
2: Yeah, I mean... It is it is it is daunting putting your face onto a camera and just talking. Like when I first started, I, it took me a while to get into the point where I was like, actually, I'm just going to do some, just going to stand there, and talk, and say some positive stuff. Um, it took me a while to get to that point. Um, but you've got to go for it because you know you've got you've got to show people that there's a face behind the brand, especially when you're a small business, because people actually want people actually want to see who's providing these products or who's doing the service. So you've got to get yourself out there. Um, and, it, and it really helps as well because people, you know, you're putting a face to the brand, um, and but also people feel like they can get in touch with you and ask you questions just a bit more easily because they, they feel like they know you because you, you put a bit of videos on and you put your face to the brand. So getting across from Sam Thieksman was never really, never really a problem because I never put my face on a camera before that. So whenever I first went onto social media, it was as it was as YSIP, you know. So it was it was there was no leap across to it. Um, but you know what it is, like when you start doing more of it, you start, you really enjoy it. And, and if, you're doing, if you're doing what, if you're saying, if you're speaking about what you're enjoying, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna succeed, I, I believe, in, in the long term,
1: hopefully. Yeah, yeah. sure. Now, Go on, I August. I was, I was
0: gonna say, um, that was my thought. next question in regards to like, away from YSIP and, and, and that a business, have you had many people reach out to you for like, you know, sustainable conversations or, or conversations around sustainability in general?
2: Yeah, so there's a, there's a new app you might might have heard of, called Clubhouse, um, which has been really really good. I've got, I got myself on there, and I met some other like really awesome people, other product designers, other people like divers, you know, um, all all over the all over the shop, and uh, just getting on with conversations with them, you know, and, and, and chatting to them, and then meeting people that they know, and so so yeah, you get people that ask you questions about stuff, but it's it's mainly th- it's mainly through forums like Clubhouse where I get that, and um, the Instagram stuffs. Is, is more about people you know um being being nice really getting getting behind you back in you and saying oh, i really like the product or you know i've just bought a product and i'm really enjoying it and you know it's people that are helping you on the journey where the clubhouse is more sharing that information um, and i'll try and do that through my instagram and facebook feed as much as i can as well so
1: so yeah yeah fair play like yeah it's called uh, fair, and um, just like literally like i say most of your most of your background, most of your most of the stuff that we're going to talk about will be just around the same sort of stuff. Obviously, we're going to diversify a little bit. And we're going to abs- not even dive into, like, Ogni's, Ogni's Fable, where we're going to smash through um, that sea-spiracy uh, because I think we all watched it. And I, I expect you watch it with some sort of, with a bit more, um, with a bit more sort of, um, with a bit more mindfulness, I guess, than the, than the rest of us. Like, obviously, the rest of us look at it going, oh, shit. Oh, oh shit <laughs> really oh shit and you're just going i watched it like that no i watched it like that too, the... <laughs> absolutely watched it like that too some yeah i would gonna... never heard of in my life yeah exactly that's that's what i mean it, some of that stuff's mad and so we're going to sift through that in a bit also the sift through the fact that fact versus fiction and that sort of stuff because what like looking at it really they also need to sell the the seller documentary you know they need to make some sort of stuff um just going back i want to i want to Sort of finish up the business side of things because I I, I do want to talk to you about the actual um, the actual sort of topic the actual the point of uh, the point behind the business I guess uh, rather than the, the business side of things rather than the the intricacy um, when you started up you you already mentioned that, that there was no sort of business now there there was no brain telling you uh, this is going to be worth this much this is going to be worth that much this is this is what this is going to cost this is what this isn't going to cost um how is it to run a sustainable business like yours and 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 what's the turnover saying like what what's the what's what's the financials looking like is it sustainable for you to run a sustainable business don't don't have to mention any financials lad. this is a this is a full, yeah, the, full get blown the if you want alex get yeah this is, is a full-blown like, 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 okay all right don't, don't make this any different but is it is it is it um is it fine for you it's to the same run this end. sort of business? Yeah, same sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: at the moment, no, because it's you know it's at the moment it would, it's very it's young you know a year like effectively a year. I started in twenty eighteen, but I started running it about a year. So this is my first, still my first year of doing it. So absolutely not. If I was doing it on its own, it just wouldn't you know it wouldn't be viable. I'd be living out a bit, but I'd, living on the streets with baked beans. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> I'll be where it was. Um, but in terms of like margin and, and, and return, it's, it's, it's not really, it, it's, it's okay because you've got to create products that are a little bit different. I think a lot of the products out there at the moment, you know, it's kind of buying and selling the same thing and just putting your logo on it. That's I'm trying right, to no. move away from that as much as I possibly can and, yeah. and really, really try and solve the problem in a different way. Obviously the product needs to solve the problem, but it's got to be a little bit different, you know, and it's got yeah, to be, people have got to want to sure. look after it. And, it's, and I'm my, my, key bit is building them that you know it's built to last you know yeah. it's not it's not built to built to fail it's not got any designed obsolescence or anything like that in built obsolescence or anything it's, yeah. it's designed to be with you for as long as you'll look after it mm. that's that's where i'm that's where i'm trying to come from and that's where the sustainable habits piece comes in yeah it's going to be there the whole time as long as you look after it
1: yeah exactly and that's the and that's the sort of point that i want to get to really in terms of yeah why i'm, I'm not i'm not asking you that going how much do you earn, Sam? I'm asking you a like, lot in terms of being like, people, like, I, th- I think we can, like, you can all see, especially, you know, with with the very political, uh, sorry, the sort of economical climate that we live in now, right now, after just after COVID, especially for small business. Um, there's a lot of fear and a lot of fear mongering that goes on around, you know, and a lot of support, like a lot of um, continued support that people do give to small businesses. So I guess like, the fear and the and the I guess the the scariness of starting this small business, you sort of sort of just bypass that. Um and like you say, you're just saying you had no business now, so you had no idea how this was going to go whatsoever. You just thought you were doing the right thing and that's what yeah, you were. You don't need to know. Were, yeah. I think
2: a lot of people think they need to know to start something, you know, or oh, I have to do this at university or I don't know, I had to do marketing to understand how marketing works. To be fair, I don't think you do. Like, I think mm. you've just got to have what you said there. Like, it's just a, a bit of drive and and a long term why yeah. to solve the problem. And yeah. uh, if you really if you really want to do it, you'll make it work because you'll want to learn as much as you can. Google, YouTube, all of them. You know, I'm on YouTube all the time, learning from people, yeah. that's, you know, pretty much experts. That's so, what I
1: mean. Uh, just yeah. Apply that. That's what I mean as well. It's it's a massive kudos to to you. I guess this is just sort of a a point to just say, fucking well done to you, man, because. Like that's someone. That's a big jump. There. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I don't expect it. To, like that. It's not me going. Oh, well done, Sam. again. Like just literally fair, fair like fair folks. Yeah, fair folks. I guess that's, Thanks, a, that's me, yeah. the best way. That's the best way to say Summarize it for you, though, mate. Fair folks, like because a lot of people, like I said, in uh, especially right now. I know you you started it without the knowledge of of what was going to come in the in the future, but like a lot of people do. I guess do probably realize that like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm into the recycling, or I'm into vegan eating, or I'm into I'm into this trend to save the planet. I'm into that trend to save the planet. I'm not gonna do anything about it. I'm just gonna just gonna be into it. I'm just gonna probably give them a, give them a like or every time I pass them on my Instagram feed. But you 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 smashed it, man. So so like I say, fair fucks best way to yeah, describe and, it. and
2: and you know what it is though, it's like you're right you're going to get people like that but really the 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 part of the part of the the um the journey as well is creating the products to help them get over that like you know having a having a plastic toothbrush and just using it throwing it away all the time like you're not actually you're not helping yourself because you're not actually having a a habit yourself you're just getting into i'll just throw it away you know it's just convenient whereas you know a product that's still convenient but really is easy to use but also good for the planet and helps with those sustainable habits it's that's one of the things I really want to try and tackle. So looking to try and take on more complex products in the future as I keep growing, just to try and just try and help help grow that, help, help get out that mindset. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I, that leads on to my, my next point and, and I'm gonna throw a bit of a curveball here. And I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if anyone knows the answer to this question, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like yeah, when it comes to sustainable products, right? Yeah, you know, we talk about talk about reasonable shorts, talk about reasonable tooth, but yeah, the the, the, the source. I don't want to call them small because they're obviously really important and they have the habitual stuff, but how do you how do we solve the problem of making everyday sustainable more complex products? You know, for example, a table. And I don't get me wrong, I know you can you can get a sustainable table and, and you, can make, you can make it out of sustainable wood, etc. Um, but how do you really enforce that point into day-to-day life and, and drive that into a into
2: the norm for you, you know? For uh, people to people to know about it, right? Um, people to make a difference themselves, yeah. How to yeah. how they can make changes quite quick, almost. Yeah, I guess. I guess the first thing is understanding the problem. So you've got to know there's a problem before you can start solving one. So if I guess if you know plastic is a problem and you think, oh, I really want to reduce it in my life and I want to know how, I guess the quickest way of doing it is looking at what you can refuse it on an everyday basis. So I'm, Alex, you referred to some of the videos that we've done in the past about like. A three three problems with this, and where you can buy this, it's like you know one of the steps is to refuse refuse things like um, single use plastic bags. Like you can you can you know would you like a bag at the end of the checkout? Like no, nah, I'm all right, thanks. I'll bring I'll bring my own. Um, and if you bring your own, then you, you just cut out plastic. Number one done. Um, and also you know you can look at the things you buy, try and try and there's plenty of options now. Supermarkets aren't fantastic, but there's a lot of options in there to be able to choose one that's maybe got no plastic in comparison to some. Um, so. You, there's changes you can do on an everyday basis you know stop stop chewing gum that's one you can do if you you like chewing gum gum plastic so you if you stop doing that you've you've fixed another problem so it is it's one of those things of me where you start understanding the problem you think actually there's loads of this around um and and you know what no one's expecting you to solve all of it no one's perfect and i certainly don't live a fully plastic free life i find it and some people do and that's extremely difficult i try as best i can but, you know, if you're making minor changes to you every day, it's all about you. If you're doing better than you were yesterday, the week before, just cutting down, I think that's the way to go, you know. It's not about what other people are doing. It's about what you can do for yourself.
0: Yeah, and I, and I, and I completely agree with that. And, 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 you know, obviously, I completely agree with what, what you're saying in, in that sense. But I guess my point is more towards how do you... Yeah. How does this movement become a, 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 big, a bigger thing than, than, you, than the individual, right? You know, how does like you said, supermarkets have got choices, right? Um, How do we fucking eliminate the choice is what I mean. Like, how does it become from you can do A or B to the only thing you can do is, you know, not not chew gum for fair bit instance, for example, right? Um,
2: Yeah, it's two ways, mate. There's top down and there's bottom up. So top down, what I mean is, you know, the big corporations make the change and just, you know, they've got all the money. If they really want to, they can stop selling stuff in 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 plastic in plastic it's going to be a little bit more expensive just because and not that's been that's not because paper's expensive it's just because plastic's used so much and it's so cheap or there's the bottom up you know and there's this is the one way you can you can do more is basically look for the companies you want to you want to see in the future that you think are doing really well i.e creating um providing a really good service or creating plastic free products or you you know and you you know basically support them um, and if everyone did that a little bit, a little bit more, and it's been fantastic over COVID, a lot of people have done that a lot more than, than the years before. Then you'll start seeing the changes from the bottom up. So if you get top yeah. down and bottom up, you're eventually going to meet in the middle, and you're going to eliminate that choice and reduce that plastic as much as as much as possible. I would have thought by the end.
0: Yeah, no, I mean I, I, I get it. I mean it's it's a uh, it's just really interesting topic for me because I think it's uh, yeah it's. Uh... You know there's there's so much good content and honestly like you talked to us on it before so documentaries now and you know, Bill Gates released a book recently about climate change and, and, and all those and all those you know knowledge all the knowledge that you could possibly have is to your fingertips really for anyone to, to read or or watch but like like almost what i said to before about you know people sort of look at it as a as a sort of phase and like a few things and, and say it a few times and that's that's the extent of what happens.
2: Yeah, and that's where the consistency comes in, ugly, You know, if you, that's yeah. what, it's part and parcel of building the brand. You know, you've got to be consistent with the content, consistent with the message, and then eventually, um, you know, it'll start sticking and it'll start having an impact. And you know what it is, you feel good when you start. You start learning about the problem, you start trying to fix it in your everyday life. It's like actually, I've done a good thing today. Um, picked up some litter on the beach or in the park, or would you, said no to that plastic bag. It's actually, it's actually quite empowering.
1: Yeah, liberating. It does. It does feel that way. To be fair, and um, like I, th- I think the I think the, the message, the, the biggest thing that I've always thought, anyway, uh, regarding this sort of this sort of topic is that it always feels a bit a bit too far away. I, I don't know how you. I don't know how. Like obviously, like Sam, you you did sort of, sort of this, like this is sort of the whole reason that you started your thing. But like for some people, it, it just feels so far away, so far removed from what their normal life is. That they're like, I'm not really asked that much. Like, if I, if I forget my plastic bag this one time, it doesn't? It's not going to kill the planet. Or if I, if I um, buy this one, if I buy another um, plastic bottle of water today, then it's not so bad. You know, it's, it's just today. But then yeah. people just make excuses for themselves. You know?
2: Yeah. Um, thought, no, mate, and I understand that. And that's that's why I've, there's been a, in the recent weeks there's been a little bit of a different push. And I keep going on about it. it's sustainable habits. It's like getting yourself in the habit. You know, living changing the way you are living to like go down a certain route. So, you know, it's an actual, not even thinking about it. It's like a second to, you know, you're not even thinking about what you're doing. So like when you, it's just when you do something without knowing, like, I'm not even, I've got my plastic bag, I'm like oh, I've got my reusable bag, you know, you, you do it, you do it out of just habit. So that's what really what I'm trying to, trying to drive with the products and the content I'm trying yeah. to drive the sustainable habit side. So I think that's going to be what the really big change is. It's not about just providing products and being like, there you go what's going to do it it's not what's going to do it is if it helps you in your everyday life solve problems and try sustainable habits
1: yeah so do you reckon in, in the long run then it, it, it is it is possible to become a fully sustainable environment friendly society fully though can we can we live no,
2: because there is i don't think fully no there always has to be waste like i think i've come back to this point i've had this question before and i think if you look at basically nature's got it nailed. If we weren't here, nature would be like smashing it. You know, like we're, we're not exactly we're not exactly helping in some aspects, but you know, even nature waste of. But um, I guess it's yeah, but I guess it then it, gets, it takes it back in. I guess it is possible, yeah. I just I haven't got the answer to exactly how that can be done yet, but I've got the answer to how we can get more
1: towards it. Yeah, that's that's not good enough, lad, to be oh, fair. I mean it might all. have to yeah, stop sorry. the podcast there.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Um, said that you know, no
1: yeah uh, that's what i'm, at. I'm just one of things a bit more real like you say it's it's it like you say as well fucking nature probably doesn't nature doesn't do it to a to a hundred hundred percent either like you, you have to have some sort of waste but um you know energy can't be created it just has to be dispersed and stuff like that like um thing different things have to be created from different things mm-hmm. and i guess like you say the only way that you can do that as a human like we are like you say as well we're we are a no matter what you really do, even though you're doing this thing, you are still a burden on society. Necessarily, we're just wasting. you <laughs> just waste. We just waste stuff that just doesn't need. Like just, we just oh, are a yeah. waste yeah. army. So what about
2: what about in your? So Alex, you mentioned before. What about in your sort of in your in your life? Have you have you managed to cut down any bit more? or have you just been? Have you been like nah? I'll
1: just in terms you know. of what? In terms of like
2: yeah. Well, just in terms of reducing the plastic you maybe consumed before you didn't know it was a problem
1: yeah I, I i re like in terms of plastic bottles and stuff like i only have one that's also probably not great for me but it's, it's better for applying just using <laughs> using one like re just reuse a, a plastic bottle at home like keep putting in the fridge refill keep on the fridge refill and stuff like that and recycling and stuff like that is always something that i'm um, try to do use like uh always use a a, a plastic uh not a plastic but like a a gym bottle or whatever, you know, as just a bottle to, on the go, as opposed to using, but going to the going to the shop and buying a bottle of Le'vian, for for example, you know, stuff like that, and yeah, like yeah. Um, sort of trying to avoid places that that will give you stuff in plastic containers, you know, because like you say, the biggest thing you could probably you could probably do to to avoid that stuff is is the it sounds so easy, but is to just reject it, is to just say, oh, oh, oh sorry, not go, <laughs> yeah, I don't want that, I don't want that, so I'm, I'm not gonna, I, I don't want. I don't want you to deliver all my food in like these plastic plastic boxes or whatever, you know. So, just and the same difference with Tupperware, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> as yeah. it, it won't come. It won't come to a, to a surprise to you. I'm a, I'm impartial to a pie having lived in Spain for four years now. Yeah. And uh, one of the things, one of the massive things there, like, like, it used to be a treat for me on a Tuesday and a Thursday when I just when I was in at lunchtime from school, I would go to like a. Um, it was it's like a in spanish it's like a comida casera it's like a homemade it's like homemade loads of homemade stuff but you get it to like take away but it's like just literally just a mom just making it in a in a a fucking shop you know like just making like homemade shit for loads of workers to take away and people just go in and it just comes in like a, a big plastic box with a big fucking cling film over the top everyone just gets it and it's just like literally she just like she's like she literally says as well it's like it's a euro off if you just bring a fucking Tupperware box. You bring a Tupperware box. It's a euro off. It just so like every time, you're just like, why aren't these knobheads just bringing fucking Tupperware boxes? Like it's so much you easier. Back
2: with your little Tupperware box, isn't
1: it? Yeah, looking Save like Oliver, like, please, looking like Oliver, turning up to please sir, can I have some more? Like yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, just like can. there's a euro. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, and it's just it does it just it sometimes it just feels like like I I can imagine with you as well. So I'm like in the in the business that you're in and, and having your business that you do it just feels like the, you can just stand in that queue and just get so worked up about it and just be like oh my god like why are you doing this you're you're all a bunch of pricks. No, no,
2: no. no it's more that's, yeah i mean you can only do so much to change to well to you can only make so much content to make a difference but you basically just got to look at your own life and, and see what you can reduce because you can't control other people you just got to focus on the things you can control if you try and do that, then you're right, mate. You just end up getting like, you're just get pissed off.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I don't, sure. I
2: don't really focus on that at all.
1: Yeah, I guess, I guess there's, there's no there's no necessary reason reason to, to focus on other people. It's just like you say, I'm I'm not in the business that you are, but I know that I know the hard work that people like you put in, and just like you say, you're you're just asking me there what I do, like just taking a Tupperware, taking buying a one euro Tupperware from Poundland or whatever. It costs a pound which you're going to get back with your first purchase of this pie here. but people still aren't asked to do it because i don't know it's just it's just wild man and and that's the sort of stuff It'll that come. It'll come. yeah hopefully people 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 start going you've
2: seen more 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 payator in tupperware soon
1: mate <laughs> <laughs> I expect lad. right lad um, i think i think i
0: think let's 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 Get into the meat in terms of uh, yeah lad i was just i was just about
1: to yeah i was just about to go into that i was just about obviously to
0: there's a lot to talk about and i'm sure we've all got strong opinions on it but i guess um without ever without mucking the waters too much it'd be good to get your high level view of it and then we could dive into the detail maybe into and all that
1: all right lad i'll just pause yeah let's get into the meat of it all right let's do it go on August. what was that Say I, mean, I, I
0: guess, I, I, I guess it would be good to get some, maybe get your opinion on it or your, you know, your, your, not, I don't, I don't want to call it a review, but I don't, I don't want to muck with waters too much before debating, basically. I kind of want to hear, you know, what your thoughts are organically and then basically grill you for it afterwards.
2: Yeah, because there's nothing I can say that's going to be the right answer, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. It's 50 50 split. You're going to lose either way. So, so, what, 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 just the general overview of what it was? Mate, to be fair, generally, a lot of a lot of big facts.
1: Oh, big pretty, facts! Yeah.
2: Pretty scary, you know. Um, a lot of, a lot of. <laughs> to be fair, a lot of harm fish I didn't realise actually happened. You know, yeah. I thought when we were, when I was eating like, if I was eating mackerel or something, it would just be, you know, just be eating mackerel. But you, you know, effectively what they're saying is that you're killing um, the predator fish as well as as, as well as them. Um, so I didn't you know the bycatch side I didn't know to quite that extent uh, and I'd never heard about that to that level I knew it was a thing but I didn't know it was quite that bad um, so yeah some really some really scary stuff so, to be fair some some horrific scenes I would say like you know towards when they are in Iceland I don't know that was one of the they're calling that more um, sustainable way of killing whales um, but you know that was that was pretty hard yeah. to watch
1: <laughs> massively hard to watch it. and like they say like that I I mean, I just just to, just to pick up on your point there about that about that, that scene in Iceland. Um, less less than obviously, like you say, sustainability. You probably can can argue that something like that is sustainable. And like he says at the end of it, something sustainable is probably probably, um, probably defined by something that can keep going on and on and on. And maybe the procreation of whales would would sort of. Would go on with the fact that of how many they kill and however many times they do it a year. I can't imagine it's very. I don't think it is very oh, yeah, many. Yeah. They say literally like once a year or something like that. But it is so hard to watch, man. Like like so hard to watch. Oh
2: yeah, it was
1: 100%. And and that's where that's where they come up to it, going like, it, does that sort of surpass the actual humanity of it? But then you could just say it the other way, couldn't you, and just say people eat like chicken and and, and beef and yeah. turkey and whatever without even looking at that side of it. And he, he argues the point that, listen, I kill – what say, for example, I kill one whale, and I eat and consume and make things from all of that thing from one male. You maybe have food for four and a night, and you use three salmon or two salmon to, to make that meal, and you've killed two lives. Yeah, to what the life
2: of all, one whale yeah. more important than three lives of salmon? I, yeah, what me do me you think When about? he said that, I actually turned to my girlfriend and was like, fair play. <laughs> that's actually <that's> genuinely <laughs> yeah. what I said, because that is a fair comment.
1: Yeah, it is fair. Um,
2: but, you know, either, either way, it's still, I don't know, it's just because it hadn't been, it's not, it, it, to, me, to me, it's not right. Um, but I've never seen anything like that. Um, so it was more of a shock. You know, it was more something that sticks with you as you watch it. Um, but to be fair, in terms of the actual documentary, um, I, I think the, the guy is an absolute hero. I think, you know, the effort he went to to bring that information to the forefront, that was unbelievable. Had he didn't of himself killed in Japan.
1: Yeah, like, had a lot of bollocks.
2: Yeah, 100%. So, you know, it's back to the thing, but he had a purpose and he had a why and he's just absolutely gone for it. It was proper inspirational to see, to, yeah. to watch him. And, and his girlfriend as well that wasn't on the camera as much, but she went with him. It was just mad.
1: Yeah, she ended um, been filming most of that stuff. That, yeah, she they... filmed
2: most of it, yeah, of, of him. And and to be fair, going into these big corporations that are clearly, you know, they're massive, the ones that put the labels on the, the, the you know, the logos or the so-called certification on the side of cans. Um, and he just going and going like right explain what this means and just going on the website and just basically grilling them i thought you know i was like you know what if i had the balls i like you, that would be i'd, I'd be proper right yeah. i thought he's properly inspirational
1: yeah we also found out that that dolphin safe shite sh- doesn't really mean anything does it it's just a it's just a it's just a you way of it. no the dol- the dolphin safe yeah like the the yeah, stickers yeah. Like say, the, safe say the,
2: the dolphin j yeah. well what he basically said on the on the documentary was that you know, the logo doesn't mean that much because there's no actual metric for understanding which ones kill more dolphins. Because he yeah. basically asked him, how do you, how do you, how do you um, what's your metrics? What what graph have you got to prove it is? And he was like, I don't know. Like,
1: yeah, he literally <laughs> just said, we, know, we, 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 we occasionally, know, mate. <laughs> yeah, we occasionally put like people on board to see if they're going to kill dolphins or not. And then people, and then, 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 then people yeah, occasionally then get that, bribed or, like, or not. Like who knows?
2: <laughs> yeah, and also, also killed.
1: <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah. And well, so
2: killed. it's like right, also Yeah. Well that I don't know it yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah. like dying off the, I've got, got to go now. So one of guy was
1: awesome. Go on, August. I was gonna say that's that's what got me. I think
0: that, obviously the I think mean the content that he, that he that he gave in terms of the hard up and stuff was great, but the she's a slavery and stuff like that, like I was like, fuck me, hey, how is this going to holding back? Like, in, in, you know, our day and age, like, it really hit home when I saw the numbers, and I will get on to this point in terms of, the, obviously, the numbers and, and the sort um, where that came from, but you know, this this just the general people that die at sea every year yeah. is pretty shocking.
2: 100%, I, I, That was one of something I didn't know about either as well. Like, that guy, I remember there were you never saw his face was it cuz they kind of blurred out his voice and um, to, to protect his identity but he was at, he was at sea for like what was it 6 years or oh, was it 6 6 months or 6 years i think it was 6 years, six years wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. like how how that is that's yeah. unbelievable
1: one of them said 10 years as well
2: yeah cuz of, believe... of slave labor
1: cuz of slave labor it's literally just slave labor <laughs> yeah he was just like
2: cast away not 10 years mate. it's just like yeah. you know that was that was crazy to see right and as well and and you know they are treated so bad at sea um, but it's and it's and it's not right. And it, but it's the, the demand is so high, and they've got it. I just you can see how it goes with the, the kind of so much consumption over one thing is going to drive demand so high and have to keep costs low. So the way that they're, they're thinking that the way to do it is slavery. Is just it's not right, you know?
1: Yeah, I think I think one thing as well, Sam, that I well just like moving on from that. Um, one thing I did want to get into it with you is the is is the actual um mammoth impact that fishing obviously according to the according to according to seaspiracy has on like the, the the pollution the pollution rate of the of the of the, of the oceans I guess um what for, for someone like you who's who's obviously sort of a campaigner and your business is all based around um lessening um, plastic pollution in the in the oceans did that did that have any effect or any any sort of any impact on on, on absolutely you? yeah
2: absolutely so when I was when I was young I went fishing like rod and reel in the sea absolutely loved it didn't catch loads of fish caught caught some fish and was absolutely buzzing um, and that's what I thought fishing was you know like I thought like that's how fish are caught you know you go to the rocks cast your rod in or you go on a boat and cast your rod in and you get fish. But you know, when you go into the extent of having a net that's the height of, I don't know, Big Ben and just trawling it across the with weight across the floor beds, just, you know, just killing whatever and taking the fish up. You know, that's it's not sustainable. That's what that's you know, it's not sustainable. Fishing rod and reel on the side for yourself, um, you know, of course that's sustainable. Fish gonna have there's gonna be loads of them. But when you when you're killing stuff not to keep, you're just killing to throw it back, it's not sustainable. They're gonna all go, gonna have no fish left in the sea. By 2050, yeah. there'll be no fish left in the sea by 20, or 53 or something. Or, I think it's, no, to be fair, I think the fact is by 2050, there's going to be more plastic in the sea by weighting fish. Um, and uh, to be fair, I can see why that's going because plastic's going up, fish are going down. So, uh, you know, it's probably even going to be sooner than that. I just think that, to be fair, Alex, it's, it's everything in moderation. Um, mm-hmm. As long yeah. as you're not over-consuming too much of one thing it's not going to be too much of a problem you know the addiction to cod and haddock is clear you know with the figures like 99 of haddock are gone yes yeah, because the people love haddock i mean yeah. everyone was efficient yet um so yeah i think it's just i don't know moderation being really moderate i don't think you have to go like totally cut it out i just i just think you know you have to consume less or be mindful of how much you're consuming if you
1: consume that, a lot. yeah like you say fishing and rod and reel is is a sort of like, like we, we sort of the, for the whole of the documentary, they were sort of searching for this meaning of, of sustainability. I think you can probably argue that fishing with you and your dad, or like anyone and <laughs> their dads, is probably sustainable. I don't think, I don't think <laughs> Sam Fixton no. and his dad's gonna catch every single fish in the sea before they can reproduce. Really but like, you no. see these figures, man, where I think they said like something like bottom trawling, like all of these, all of these boats put together, all of them that are bottom trawling. Literally, nets, dragon nets that are like bigger than the, like, it's, I think they said about 13, 40. You can fit like 13 jumbo jets in the size of these nets. And it deforests, in inverted commas, it deforests 3.9 billion acres of sea floor annually. And the equivalent of, I can't remember what the, they used to stat in in Spiracy in terms of everyone gets so, so hung up on so and, and so annoyed about some, the fact that something like, we we cut down like however many uh, football fields worth of the amazon every minute it's something like 19 or something 19, 19 football fields of the amazon is cut put down every minute it's, yeah in, uh, you're, you're probably right mate, around that. on the yeah. seafloor on the seafloor just reading it there 4316 football fields of the seafloor get destroyed every minute by bottom throwing, by dragging the nets Man, it's absolutely it's, mad. Yeah, it's it's it is really crazy.
2: And you know, and you know what it is in there as well. They alluded to like, oh, you're all going on about small aspects of plastic, even some plastic straws in there. They said, oh, you're, you're you know, they're turning you onto this, and and that was a bit of a oh, that hit me. That I was like, you know, he's right. And you know, it's not percent. It's plastic straws in the ocean, which is still a hell of a lot, but it's nothing in compared to fishing nets. Fishing nets are is it in the majority. It's over fifty percent. So, so you know, we've really we've got a problem. And we've really got to tackle it and work out how we're going to solve it, and it, it needs to be together. Everyone needs to do it as a unit. It can't be solved by one person. And I think it just comes back to yeah, everything in moderation. Just looking what you've got in your life and trying to just cut down aspects of it if you feel like it's an issue. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, mate, it was a, it, it, yeah, it, there's a lot of facts in there, and it probably properly hit hard. Do
1: you think we can? Do you think we can? Would sort of, um. Cutting down the amount of fish we all eat, do you reckon that wouldn't actually solve it?
2: Cutting down the amount of fish we all eat, absolutely, because it, it's supply. You know, it's supply yeah. and demand. If the demand's sure. less, if the demand's less and it's decline, it's going to decline less. Um. So if, it, but if the demand absolutely declines and no, and people decide, you know, what well, I'm going to eat fish once a week, sort of three, four, five times a week, then yeah, of course, like it's going to. The oceans are unbelievable at bouncing back because this you know yeah that's what it says in there the as well yeah. well they, they'll, they'll bounce back so fast because the, the reproduction rates among fish is like they make loads and loads in one go but if we keep going at the rate we're going i just you know we're, we're it's not good really not good and they they were, they were alluding to the carbon aspect as well you know
1: we're yeah. always going on about yeah, our yeah, cars a
2: lot of carbon, yeah. and really we're taking a load of fish out of the ocean and the movement of the fish is enough mm. Bigger than tidal power or something, the movement of, of ocean aquatic life is bigger than tidal power. So it, it cools the top layer of the ocean, which then brings carbon into the ocean, um, yeah. bring it out the atmosphere. I, I'd never heard of that before. Like I, mm. I knew it was a thing, but I'd never heard like it. it was to that extent. So you know, we're, we're kind of we're kind of curing a lot of our problems. It seemed from that documentary, we could cure a lot of the problems by consuming less. But, you yeah, know, for sure. I've heard it. So if I take it as face value, it's maybe not the right thing to do. So I need some I mean, research and diligence in the back.
1: For sure. And it's a it seems, it seems a double-edged sword as well, in terms of um, if one of the biggest, uh, like you say, the the biggest, the biggest ways that we can um, evade having too much carbon in the atmosphere is keeping fish in the oceans. And one of the biggest polluters in the ocean is big fish and trawler nets. Then you show yeah. you can so, you can kill two birds with one stone. And I'm not so, and
2: I the solution in. <laughs> yeah,
1: it just seems it seems that way. But Ugni, do you think this this seems a bit too good to be true? Is this is this is this part? Is this is that um, documentary just giving you? Is it telling you what it wants to tell you, or is it? Or is it hiding some truth there? I mean, I think I think in terms of documentary, in terms of what's brought to
0: the attention, I think. It's great, right? And I think obviously there's a lot of things that people need to know. And, and, and I think the lack of education, I think it, you know, so for someone like Sam, who literally, you know, you are involved in that world. And yet, you know, a lot of the information you you don't know about, like the fact that it's hidden so deep into uh, society is fucking scary. Um, however, I also, on the flip side to that, I think there's, you know, if you look at a documentary and you sort of alluded to just before, like, the solution to half the shit was don't eat fish, and I, in, 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 I get, I get it, I get the supply demand side of it, but does that solve? Does, does, does that solve the problem of fishing? I'd argue I it doesn't. You know, you, you, we, we we just talked about sustainable fishing there, like going out on a boat and fishing, right? We all agreed that that was sustainable. Rod that Rod and Reel, yeah, yeah, that wasn't that, that wasn't a documentary. I think you know, and, and obviously I get how business works, right? I get how you not going to make a documentary um, by having a balanced view, but I also think I think one of, one of the facts that they they sort of alluded to about the sea being dead in in in, in the next fifty years that that paper's been disbarred. So yeah, I, I'm not trying to be a, a sea-spiracy hater for for argument's sake. I'm just saying I think these sort of thi- you know these sort of documentaries can be really powerful and they can be really influential in terms of how to change people's thought processes, but I also can't really stand when something happens, and it's just, there's no fucking solution. And that, and that personally bothers me, right, because you get to the end documentary, and everyone's watching it, everyone's getting, you know, emotional about how, they, how the ocean is, and then you get told not to eat fish, and I just don't think that's a solution to the human race to how to solve that problem. I completely agree, don't get me wrong about Eating moderation, I think that would be a, a sensible thing to say in a documentary, but it does
2: fuck me off, if I'm being honest. Oh, that's fair enough. And to, to be fair with me, I think if you're jumping from eating fish to not eating fish, it's not, not gonna work. It's like having a diet, you know, or going to the gym on the first of January because that's like your you know, your new year's resolution and it doesn't last. Yeah. It's about changing your actual habits and like living living for a while. So I think you know, cutting out fish fully isn't actually probably the right thing to do, because you know, people people can eat like. I personally am a vegetarian but people can eat people can eat fish you know and you know it's just about eating it in moderation I think and as you said um, but eating it closer to home I think you know try, try like effectively flying different fish from around the world because we have to you know maybe we could eat more fish that's local to us like you know we've got plenty of fish in the opens around us why do we have to go and get specialist tuna from like, America or wherever you know maybe we can just have this, this this type and transfer it less and just fish our oceans and look after our oceans around us yeah. um I think there's plenty there's plenty of solutions to explore to fix the problem the problem's there and it needs solving but there's not necessarily like oh don't eat fish it's more like let's let's work out a solution where yeah. we can eat like consume more in moderation
1: yeah, yeah. There's, there's a couple of there's a couple of uh, sort of things that I'll bring up quickly there um one of the things they bring up on on things just interesting that you say that sam as well why does everyone need to go around the world to they, i think they call it fishing piracy on on, on um, sea spiracy and you see like these guys that they, they claim are somali pirates and literally just driving past the boat like literally signaling that they want to eat because people are in these african waters and they just they have no license to be there at all and they're just taking all of the fish so these people who actually do like, literally, funny enough, do actually sustainably fish have no re- have no option to do because all of their fish is taken up by these massive, massive trawlers that aren't meant
2: yeah, to be there. That,
1: that literally have no yeah aren't meant to be there. Nor do they have the license or legality to be there. You know, and it's uh, with that as well comes the the bycatch sort of situation where
2: yeah, I mean that's I mean that was clear as day to me. Like they can't. I, I think that's a big issue. Like, they can't – that's one that's difficult to – argue you were coming from the point there of maybe some of the facts not being fully correct. I haven't looked into it, but, you know, from the bycatch thing, that that's seems on a camera like you could physically see what was happening. They brought in sharks in the nets. Sharks aren't edible. So They just cut the nets and throw the dead sharks back into the ocean. And then they explain the food chain, how the food chain works. You've got the sharks at the top that eat the predator fish. If the sharks disappear, the predator fish get loads. They eat the, the layer below them that layer dies and then the layer above them die as well. And it just keeps going down the food chain. So that's a big problem. You know, you're killing dolphins, killing sharks, killing whatever that you're not meant to actually be taking. I think it's too, it's too heavy handed. It's too destructive using big nets. You need to be using things that are more respectful. If you like, you know, more streamlined, like actually going for the food, for the fish you want. You can't, you can't do it with big nets like that. It's not sustainable. Yeah. You can't do it. Have to, we have to the ch- change the way change the way we fish to be more suspect and respectful to nature. Um, so uh, they've got a yeah. chance as well. It's not all about us. We're not all going to eat all the fish. They, they need to eat the fish as well. Like that's their home. So, you know, we're just going in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I, and, yeah. And, and I and I completely agree. I think like said, I said, the 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 high level stuff that they brought out in that documentary. You know, I mean, part of me is almost like, why the fuck don't we know about it? <laughs> Like, why don't we, why are we educated about this stuff? Like, surely from a geography perspective, at uh, an education level, that's what we should, we should we should talk about. Like, who gives a fuck about a fossil 25,000 years ago, I don't, like, you should, I want to know about how I'm affecting the world. I think that's, I can go about that for an rubber hole, and I won't, but, you know, I think that's... That yeah, we should be empowering
2: people in the education system to make the change as well, you know, yeah, exactly. educating them about it. Yeah, I totally agree with me. It's a massive change. And hopefully that, I hope it's not a good strategy, but, you know, we need to try to make that a thing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and hopefully this is a step in the right direction in, you know, the years to come. The reality is the people are going to get affected by it. Is, right? So um, I think, you know, as long as, like you said, like, you know, and it comes back to what you saw, what your, what your business is around, right? The habitual stuff and doing things that you can affect and eventually, hopefully, the war is going to be a, a better place for it. Um,
1: yeah, we seem, we seem to be quite good in uh, in making things of com- bringing things a full circle. You seem to be you seem to be perfect oh, to uh, that's doing.
2: Unbelievable!
1: That, <laughs> that is a great that? that's, that's a great it? link. Great link. I would.
0: you need, need? There's one thing that has to be revealed though, before we uh, before we talk. There is one thing.
1: There is one thing that has to be revealed right before the end. Sam, would you like us to uh, like to tell everyone about your your new product?
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, mate. so basically we've brought out a new product called the Evermore Toothbrush, which is which is a twist on obviously a plastic toothbrush, but also a bamboo toothbrush as well. It's got a sustainable, it's got a reusable handle made out of blue grey stainless steel, which you keep and, you know, you keep that for life and you just change the heads. You know, we're minimizing the amount of bamboo you need to use because by over 50% because you're using literally less. It's just the head and you're keeping the handle for as long as you can. You know, it'll, it'll last a lot longer than you. Um, so that's basically the new product there's a core gasket in there as well to twist so it twists and locks into position it's you know it's dead easy to use and really looking forward to bringing it bringing it into into the forefront when's,
1: it, you gonna, you know when's, it, when's that going to come out so
2: so hoping you know hoping it's going to be within the next month i've said two months i'm going to go cautious to say two months just because it takes a while it's not just the product coming it's still the, the front end on the website and setting up the setting how it's going to work and where am I going to go down the subscription route will there be a will there be a pre-launch like you know all these things are still going to change I've just got to do it a little bit you know a little bit scared if you like Um, so but yeah I'm really looking forward to doing it and I had some really nice feedback from from some of the shops that we've already with and some people have you know just started following us and everyone's been properly kind Uh, I'm really looking forward to bringing it bring it to the forefront as I said yeah
0: nice mate um, well look mate, it's been it's been a pleasure having you on and you know from, from my perspective you do a fucking great job and you know, we're we're avid, avid followers of this pod for sure. and excited for you two to come out. But
2: you know, you can solve the problem that needs to be solved. So fucking yeah. kudos to you.
1: Definitely lad, big fans. Thanks for having um, me.
2: And thanks for having me on, guys. You know it's, it's really, really really interesting speaking to you. Where can
1: me. where can people go and find you, Sam, and and, and find your stuff?
2: yeah so obviously Instagram's our main place yeah it's where I post most of my content it's where I find that I can get the most most impact so that's where I'm at mainly Facebook as well you can follow us on Facebook so some blog posts on there what's the handles man it's, it's just WiseSip so WiseSip on both so you know you can type that in it'll come so you can head across the website drop us a question if you need to get in touch or want to ask anything please do I'll always get back to people that get in touch with me Yeah. I feel that's really important and, Definitely, yeah, always got time. So yeah, yeah that's where you can, that's where you can find it. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's been, it's been immense, and the uh, and the wise stuff will will be in the the description and the commentary of 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 this podcast. If if you are listening, uh, this 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 deep, uh, it it has been a, it's been it's been a very wordy one, boys. I have to admit, it's probably been the word the wordiest one yet, the most, you know. The, yeah, was it, was it
2: was it one of the more was it one of the more serious ones there, Alex? Was it? You I'd, I'd say it was. Yeah, what
1: do you yeah. think, August?
0: Yeah, I'd say it was. I think, I think it's been really
1: insightful. I mean, has been very insightful. Tackling some big topics on it. It's tackling it some big. Has topics. been, man. It's got to be, some, some very big talk, Got to be talked about. It does. It does. To <laughs> be fair, and like you say, if you uh, if you want to sort of do anything about the big topics that's been raised, go over to go over to Sam's Sam's page and, and order yourself some new uh, some new toothbrushes and some new. Uh, some new straws, I'd say, and that would that, be my recommendation. And stop Step eating, on. stop, stop eating some fish.
2: Yeah, say, as well. Eat some fish, just say no to the plastic yeah. bag at the checkout. Like, I feel like we
1: didn't, we didn't critique that that documentary at all. But maybe we can do a second episode at some point. Uh, critique, critique, that. Police. Yeah, go
2: in like Ugly can be like properly angry, and like, yeah, can, like <laughs> properly Ugly
1: can be like the bad cop. <laughs> we just throw like, off
2: oh,
1: just disagreeing with everything. When yeah, this guy, yeah. this guy's been living in his LA mansion for ten years, and just yeah, yeah. Alex,
2: you, during the whole podcast, mate, you can't see your eyes at all. Like your glasses are just filled with like I
1: know, like, like the whole just, thing it's is just, just a computer, computer. screen. Like, all <laughs> on the glasses. Yeah, fair play. properly
2: mesmerizing. It's like whoa. That's
1: why I aim for like them. The yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm.
2: It's a shame the viewers can't see that.
1: The okay, Elizabeth, you want to finish it off there?
0: Yeah, mate. Well, like obviously, boys. Always a pleasure. Um, Tune in next week for who the fuck knows, but it's going to be good. Tell
2: you
1: that. Ciao. See you later, boys. Thanks for coming. See you later, man.
2: See you later, guys. Thanks very much.